And we're live. It's working too. Was that? It's working too. Okay. Why do you keep pulling it away from me? To pull it closer to me. <laughs> you're louder than me. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Every time I go back, like your voice is just blaring into the mic, and then mine, you could like barely hear it. <sighs> okay. Anyway, so what did we get to watch today? Fear Street. Yay, it just came 1994. out. 1994. I think, how much did we talk about R.L. Stein last time? We talked a little bit. I, we, you made fun of his writing. I made fun of you for making fun of his writing. <laughs> and then I read part of a book. Okay. <laughs> what? I didn't finish the book. I okay. am like 50 or 60% done. And he does have a way with adjectives. Okay, now... This this brings up a fun thing yeah. that I I didn't tell you about yet, but I have a new segment. It's just a one-time segment. Don't okay. get too excited. I have two book quotes here. Okay. So let me read you the first one. Mm-hmm. He was commonplace in complexion and feature and manners and in voice. He was of middle size and of ordinary build. His eyes of the usual blue were perhaps remarkably cold. And he certainly could make his glance fall on one as trenchant and heavy as an axe. Otherwise, there was only an indefinable, faint expression of his lips. Something stealthy, a smile, not a smile. I remember it, but I can't explain. So that's quote number one. Mm-hmm. Quote number two. Softening her expression, she reached out and ran her hand tenderly through Evan's curly, carrot-colored hair. Evan, that's enough, Miss Ross snapped, tossing back her straight blonde hair. Her next words were drowned out by Trigger, Evan's cocker spaniel, who stuck his tan head out the back window of the rented car and began barking and howling. So the the first one is Joseph Conrad, mm-hmm. Heart of Darkness, and the other one is R.L. Stein. Yeah. Can you tell the difference between <laughs> descriptions here? Yeah, I mean, although I do, I do feel like Conrad was a little heavy-handed, too, with it. A little heavy-handed? I thought that was pretty great. You see, R.L. Stein, his idea of a description is saying the color of a thing. Yeah. I've been reading a few of the, like, the intros of his books. It was like, went by the Redwood Garage, or there's the Green Hedge. It says stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you remember in elementary school when they teach you to use descriptions? Mm-hmm. It's like he outsourced his work to elementary school students. <laughs> I... So, so after reading some of this Fear Street book, what do you gather from that? A little bit like that. It's just, yeah, some of the ways, and I also feel like the way he wrote these teenage characters, they're just, I... Obnoxious? Yeah. Dumb? Yeah, and this is, yeah. That's always how they appeal to teenagers. This is how adults write teenagers is just stupid. Yeah, but then, I mean, that's not entirely true. I've read some really good YA. Okay, so R.L. Stein, just a bad writer. I don't want to say he's a bad writer. <laughs> I didn't finish the book. I mean, the story's got me hooked. Okay. I will say, I've been reading Ghost Beach mm-hmm. to Logan every night. And he calls it Ghost Park still. I know, Ghost Park. It, it is a fun, easy read. Mm-hmm. So uh, he does have some prose to him. Yeah. And I think maybe these shitty descriptions work well in a children's book. Yeah. But yeah, you're right with Fear Street. And then... I don't know. I've only read three Fear Street books, and the story did hook me a bit. What was it? Fear Street 99, I think we determined it was called. Yeah. A three-part series. So how far into this book are you? I'm like 50 or 60%. I could grab my phone and check. Okay. 
Now, we're going to spoil that tonight, aren't we? Possibly. I mean, I the one that I'm reading right now is taking place in, like, the 1700s at this moment. So, maybe... so it's going to spoil, like, the third movie yeah. in this. So I don't know. I thought, yeah, I don't... I'm a little excited. I'm excited, too. I have my hopes up. The trailers make it seem promising, but, you know. It does look fun. It'd be bad trailer making if they didn't make it look promising. <laughs> Speaking of which, I did see a trailer for the the Candyman remake Ooh. that Jordan Peele's work. Well, what did he do? I think he's producing it, and he was one of the three writers. I don't think he's directing it. Okay, but I mean, you liked Get Out, right? I did. And did us. you see that? And you saw? I yeah, they were okay. both sweet. I've seen Get Out. I haven't seen this us. trailer for Candyman. Does not look good. Oh, so I'm a little worried, but at the same time. His first two movies were good. And he's got a hand, he's got a creative hands in it, like, so it's... I think he, he directed us in Get Out, didn't he? I think he did a lot of it, yeah. Well, pretty, but... Hang on, Eliza. Pause. So he directed us, he directed Get Out, and he directed Untitled Jordan Peele Horror Event. It's in pre-production. It's gonna be out in 2022, so look forward to a title on that one. I wonder what the event is. Let's bust out this Candyman trailer, though. Have okay. you seen the first Candyman? No. That's a movie I'm going to have to make you watch at some point. That was one of my favorites. I feel like most of the answer, anytime you ask the, me this question, the answer is probably going to be no, I have not seen it. There, were, there was one that shocked me that came up uh, a couple episodes ago. The Exorcist. The Exorcist. And you, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't you register. Didn't, it didn't register. Until I was editing, I was like, wait. I had to like go back. I listened to it about five times. You've not seen The Exorcist. Nope. That's insane to me. I mean, you know, I think I kind of take a sick pleasure in not seeing a lot of movies. I like being uncultured. <sighs> if I, you guys could see his look right now. I couldn't believe I didn't know I this. Sometimes I feel like we need a camera on us to see our, our expressions. Because I don't think I would ever ask... Have you seen The Exorcist? Uh, the answer, it doesn't matter who you're asking. The answer is yes. Yes, you've seen The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I've seen The Exorcist since we were together. I didn't make you watch it with me? I guess not. Okay, so that one, that's on the, the I mean, watch this, list. A lot of times for you, sure. you, you, you watch so many movies without me. I mean, if you were to give, like, an open-ended questionnaire, what's the greatest horror movie of all time, the general American public would say... The Exorcist. Would they? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. We should take a poll. Okay. Eliza? Okay. Uh, I guess we have Andrew looking up. Best horror movie of all time. Let's Google it. Yeah. And, ooh, The, the Conjuring. The Conjuring. Interesting. 200. There's too many 200. We're going to start at 200. You guys, we are not going to get no, to No, no, no. Stick around. Tonight. I'm skipping to the end. I'm skipping to the end. Wah, wah, to wah, see... wah, 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 wah. Oh my god, this is a long list. Number one. Psycho. Psycho, interesting. Number get two out. is Get Out. Uh, number three. Okay. Hit, hit search. search. Hit the keyboard search. What? Okay. Hit find so we can find it. Hang on, we'll just start. So this list has Psycho at number one, Get Out at two, The Cabinet of Dr. Cal- Caligari, number three, Us at number four. Oh, this is the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. You, is this the critic score or the user score? I think I this know. is probably the critic score. Alien at number five. King Kong at number six. King Kong. I've, I'm losing faith in this list here. Okay. The Babadook. The uh, Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. Number 13. No. Maybe we got to give this one another look. No. It's too... Uh. <laughs> this, this one came highly recommended to us. Okay. I want to see what the ratings on this are. 
So 90% is telling us, I think that's the critic score. Of course it's the critic score. I want to see what the user score Of course they would be obsessed by it. They'd be (laughs) jizzing all over that movie. This is what they... (laughs) Well, I know Rotten Tomatoes, every time they say, oh, it got this this rating, it's always the critic score, which I have no faith or confidence in. No, because they like RT... No, RT films can be fine, but this was just... Uh, I couldn't. Granted, we didn't finish it. We Maybe didn't it's finish better. it. We got like five, 15 minutes. And yeah, it was, like it was 15 torture. just quiet minutes of these two guys like eating, looking at each other. I, just, I don't have the capacity. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Is there, is there, yeah, I don't know what okay, it was. Okay, 72 is the audience, audience score. score. Okay. Oh, what's with the, consen- the critics' consensus? Oh, critics' consensus. A gripping story, Ooh. brilliantly filmed and led by a pair of powerhouse performances. The Lighthouse further establishes Robert Eggers. Eggers? As a filmmaker of <laughs> exceptional <Eggman>. talent. <laughs> what else has he done? I don't know. But, yeah, I just... No, okay, if anyone watched it and really enjoyed the movie... No, 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 you can shit on them. <laughs> oh, he did The Witch. Just, the Witch was awesome. The Witch was awesome. Uh, Telltale Heart, Brothers, I haven't seen either of those. But those are the four, according to IMDb, he is known for. Lighthouse, Witch, two craps I haven't seen. But yeah, the witch was amazing. Yeah, so maybe it's better than I just. I'm gonna. I think I'll watch it without you one of these days. Yeah, let me know. It was hard. It was hard to get through those first 15 minutes, right? Yeah. 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 It was just artsy, artsy BS. I want to be entertained by my movies if I'm gonna spend two hours or whatever watching it. Look, The Exorcist is not on. I have shit taste in movies and film and entertainment, and I'm fine with that. Exorcist. Um, The Exorcist, 124. 124. This is according to the critics. Let's see what the users think about this. Critic score, 83. Audience score, 87. Yeah, you were disappointed in that score. Uh, I expected it to be higher. Let's be real. I don't really care. I got no dog in this race. Mm -hmm. I don't think The Exorcist is the greatest horror movie of all time. You just said that. I said if it was an open poll. People would say The Exorcist is the horror, greatest Apparently horror movie. Apparently, that, that, that doesn't look like that. My would. favorite horror movie of all time is The Beyond, which is not going to win the poll. <laughs> so, beating out The Exorcist in this list, The Abominable Dr. Fibes. Have you seen that? I've never heard of this movie. There's 1922. Haven't seen that. The Decent. 2006. Crawl, Martin, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Wow. Wow. The critics like that more than The Exorcist. That's incredible to me. House. What is that? House is a gleefully demented collage of grand guggenol. Guggenol? And bizarre sequences. That sounds artsy. I like the the cover art. It's very orange. I like it. But let's see here. Let's go to some of the top of the list. Let's see what the audience gives things okay who wrote psycho so 96 percent from the um critics and 95 from the audience yep that's have you seen psycho yeah okay i'm a little shocked that you've seen it i think i i don't think i've seen all of it i had i took a film class oh (laughs) so you fell asleep during psycho i took a film class i could be snooty too so get out is 98 percent from the critics and 86% from the audience score. Get Out was Exorcist had 87. So it beat out Get Out from the audience. Let's see here. What? Okay. I don't know. We don't have to go through all no, of these cuz our our interest is just chugging along. Yeah. Maybe one more Cabinet of Dr. Caligari from 1920. That's Let's cabinet. see what the people what the people think. This is a 
Oh, 80%, 80, 89% from the people. Wow. Ooh, Critics Consensus. Arguably the first true horror film. Whoa. Set in a brilliant high bar for the genre and remains terrifying nearly a century after it first stalked the screen. Maybe we should see if we can see this one then. Oh, we'll see it. Oh, it was made in 1919? There's a Beauty and the Beast picture down here under what you also might like. <laughs> and it looks like Hermione. It does look <laughs> like Hermione got... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hermione, you should have checked the fur better, or the hair better. <laughs> All right, so what do we have left to do now before we get to our movie? Did we want to do a Dear Cabbie? Did we want to do... I didn't look up any news. I forgot to do look up Oh! News. Candyman. Candyman, I wanted we to show you the trailer. trailer, right. Ah. Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready. Candyman. The urban legend is, if you say his name five times while looking in the mirror... He appears in the reflection and kills you. Who would do that? A bunch of girls. What else are you going to do in a bathroom? This is why our lines are so long in bathrooms. I fucking knew it. Well, we're still alive. For Uh now. Someone just busted in, and it's a girl, and she's going into a stall. Nothing scary. Uh, door's locked. Uh Uh-oh. Trina, you broke the door. Uh Uh-oh. Oh no, not the bees. Maybe she's not allergic, the bees. Maybe she's allergic to bees. That's a very legit fear. They had just fake CGI bees on a makeup thing. I think that was that fake CGI blood? I don't know. Is the bee a candy man? <laughs> well the bee is closely tied in with Candyman. Oh shit. <gasps> oh now he's Candyman. Candyman isn't real. They could have picked better music, right? Yeah, this music seems a little Say my name. And then there's a bunch of people dying, hook guy. Oh, coming out in June. What year? This year? I. This isn't out yet, is it? I don't know. <laughs> Hold up. Okay, so the trailer lied. This says it's coming out in September. So, what'd you think? I mean, it just looks like a horror movie. Uh huh. That's kind of the problem, right? Yeah. It's just a horror movie. The original Candyman is one of the greatest horror movies ever made. I would just watch it over and over and over again as a a wee little lad. This is a lot about you. Yeah. Just watching. Over I over <laughs> what year did that come out, Candyman? I don't know, but I do think if we see this, we should see the original and then yes, see the new one. Oh yes, ninety two. I was what nine? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So nine year old me just watching <laughs> it over and over. Mom, can we rent this one it's about, again? It's about a jolly old Candyman, Mom. It's fine. I don't know how I got my mom to rent me stuff like this. <laughs> I think she, because like we would just watch a movie and just leave her alone. So she probably didn't care. It's a lot like us. Like I'm too tired to argue with our kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you want to watch Candyman, I'm like, uh, go ahead. It's about a jolly old Candyman. Could you imagine though? If our kids watched Candyman. All the nightmares. Mm-hmm. I got, I'm sure I have this movie. I hope I have this movie. Do you want to watch the original trailer? 
Um, sure. Alright, here's the original one. Have you ever heard of Candyman? If you look in the mirror, you say his name five times. Wow, what a film quality. Candyman, they whisper. That's Jockster from Xena. Mm. I forgot he said that's It's just a story. Candyman. And he touches boobs. Just a ghost story. You see her boobs. Um the the main chick's boobs too. Oh, okay. They did that back in the day. <laughs> this is a more weird choice in music in a trailer. This modern oral folklore. Everyone. That hair that ate that early 90s hair. Look at the beast. She is about to discover. This trailer is awful. <laughs> oh. Dun, dun, dun. They managed to make this movie look stupid. <laughs> this trailer. Oh, and there's the ending. So, yeah, they ruined the ending too after making a, a real shit trailer with real shit music in it. But I will say that gives me some hope for the new Candyman. Yeah, maybe it's just maybe it's just a bad trailer. That's what you do. So apparently, but yeah, like the Candyman theme song is it's amazing. Yeah. But they didn't play it in this. They just played that shitty. Uh, I don't even know what you would call that. I music. don't even know what that Just was. Bad yeah. trailer music. Yeah. And then they spoiled the ending at the end. So. I feel like that's a thing they used to do. Yeah. Apparently, because every time we watch an old trailer, it's like, oh, there's the ending. There's the end. And '92 wasn't that. Uh, God, that's never mind. I'm not gonna talk about how old that how is. How long ago was '92? Let's do some math here. Twenty-nine years. Twenty-nine years. Good lord. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. <sighs> no, no. I think it's twenty-seven years. It's 2001. It's just 2021 right now. Okay, so it's 92. Yeah, uh, nine. Oh crap! That's 29 years. I did better at math than you at counting. <sighs> okay, we're gonna edit that part. Give out. me my props. No, stop. Props, props. <sighs> All right. So we're excited for this new Candyman movie. Mm-hmm. I do think we should make a thing like we watch. Well, we're definitely seeing the old one first, yeah. and then we're going to watch that. But for now, I think it might be time to watch some Fear Street. Yeah, hopefully, right. hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. Let's get to it, because we have to watch the next two after that, unless this one is complete dog shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, they don't, they're don't. they not releasing the other ones tonight. No, I'm oh, saying... Because <laughs> we Sorry. said, oh, we're going to watch these the next three weeks. Sorry. Unless this first one sucks, unless and then that, we're going to change our mind. That is our disclaimer for this episode. <laughs> But, right. um, sorry, the way you said, like, let's do this. We have to watch the other, th- I'm like, no. We'll be right back. Okay. And we're back. And we're back. We just saw Fear Street. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of people in that show whom I thought I recognized, but I don't know where from. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any guesses on any of these? Well, one was Britta. Britta? From Community. Which one was Britta? The very end. Oh, I didn't even notice that. She's yeah. the one that survived previously? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. I didn't get a good look at her face. Okay. Fear Street, 1994. Let's see here. I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah. So, back to the movie. What did you think of it, I guess? It's a lot of teenage antics. Yep. Just teenagers just trying of, to uh, take things by con- take control and then failing horribly. Drug use. Not drug use. Suicide. Suicide. I, I was not warned about that. No. Nope. And uh, scissoring. 
They weren't scissoring. What were they doing in that one scene? <laughs> there was a couple scenes. Okay. They weren't scissoring. They were just making out. Oh, okay, making out. But yeah, it was two chicks making out. So it looks like there's some hardcore banging in this next one. They showed a little sneak peek of that. Yeah. So that's fun. Who is this geared toward? Like, I, what I age think, group? Think this, I think this is more older teens and adults. Older teens and adults. At what age group is it okay to put banging in shows? I don't know. I don't know. Like, what? where's the cutoff? I don't know. <laughs> All right, me neither. Yeah. I'm just, sorry, just pouring in the... No, there goes the cap. There goes the drink. And I was surprised that Maya Hawk was only in that for, like, the first, like, ten minutes. Yep. She got killed right away. And she's typecast as a mall worker. Yeah, she is. true. She's <laughs> <laughs> of the of the eighties and nineties eras. No. So Maya Hawk is uh, from Robin. The, Robin from Stranger Things. She worked at the ice cream place. Yes, yeah, Scoops Ahoy. I think that was what it was called. Uh, so she was in this for a total of three minutes before she got killed by her best friend boyfriend thing. Yep. And then it turned out it wasn't him. Well, it he was, was possessed. He was possessed by Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Fear. Which? Her name is Fear, and it's yeah. Fear Street. It's spelled differently. <gasps> spelled F-I-E-R. But, so I'm reading the betrayal. I'm not finished with it yet. They don't, they didn't hang. So the beginning, you learn that Sarah Fair, Fear gets hung as a witch mm-hmm. in the story. But in the book, it's... The good family who gets hung as gets the mom, Sus- Susanna Good and her mom get burned at the stake as witches, and the Fear family Ooh. planted the evidence and tr- like betrayed them. So it's a little different. But the but the the um the sheriff the sheriff is a good. Yeah, so he I'm is just, a good. His last name is Good. Yeah. So I'm wondering what if he. You're not just saying it weird. Yeah, I know. But the look you were giving me. <laughs> he he is a good. <laughs> he is a good. So I don't know. So it's just interesting. But do you want a spoiler for the uh, book? Kind of, yeah. Okay, I'm not spoilers, this. you guys. Matthew Good, Susanna Good's father, and his is is the is a witch. So he's the one that Matthew cursed the Fear Good, family. Sarah Good. Susanna's no. There's no Sarah Good in the. You lost me somewhere. There's a witch in this. The, okay, so, so okay, so in the, the book, the police officer's mom is a witch. So okay, start over in the book. Uh huh. That takes place in the 1600s. I'm gonna need another drink. Um, Susanna Good was making out with Edward Fear, Benjamin Fear's oh. son, and she was not good enough for him. So he was like, "No, you're gonna marry this other chick." And then he, she, he was like, Edward was like, "No, I love Susanna. I can't." And then the dad was like, whatever. So then he planted evidence in Susanna's house that she and her mom were witches. Ooh. So then they got burnt. But before that, Benjamin Fear's brother, Matthew, came over and was like, when, when they were in jail, he came over and went to, oh, I think, oh, no, Matthew, Matthew Good was the dad. I don't remember the guy's names. Anyway, <laughs> went over there and was like, here, if you pay me a bunch of money, I'll free your wife and daughter. And the guy was like, okay. He got betrayed. The, the fear is just left in the dark and of the night. And that's the titular line, the yep. betrayal. And then, and then it turns out that Matthew Good was a witch the whole time. Oh, my his God. His wife and daughter were not. His wife and daughter were innocent, but he knew the dark arts, so he cursed the family. So the cop is a witch? I don't know. Oh, my. It's, he's from witch bloodlines. Well, we don't know. Well, I don't know how this is because in this one, the fear Could family. Could be all different. Yeah, in this one, the fear family got burned. So how, how, did the good, how does the good family? I don't know. That's... Oh, 
Okay. So, I guess, what was this show about? If you could summarize it. It was about scorned lovers becoming lovers again, um, and corpses killing people. And drugs. Wow. So... Oh, oh, and it was about a, a Shady Creek, which was a sad, sad town, getting um, into fights with Sunnyvale, which is a rich town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those teens went crazy. So, there was a lot of... I would say there was a lot of rock music. Yes, they really got. They really had fun play, picking '90s music. Yeah, the, this was no, a total trying, '90s throwback. I couldn't. I want to know how accurate the music was. Like, if that was what all songs. What year was this? this <laughs> I was, was wondering 94. that too. So this was '94. So I was trying to think of those songs. I were guarantee out. you, they double checked. <laughs> they're they they they're usually good like, about that. Yeah. But yeah, it was just the music I, I enjoyed. It reminded me of... So, yeah, basically there was a lot of rock music. A mixtape was made. A mixtape was made. And then there was a lot of newspapers that they were going through. To show just how... Yeah, because newspapers... The internet was just coming around. There was around. a phone book. It was a phone <laughs> book. They had to scroll through a phone book. So, to summarize, I'd say rock, paper, scissors. Oh! Huh? You saw where I was building with that. Yeah, I mean, it was an all right movie. It was all right. I I want. I was to entertained see, the whole. I was way entertained, through. and I'm invested enough to want to see next week's. I think so. I think I would give it a five point five or a six out of ten. Probably around there, a six percent. <laughs> yeah, totally fill up the last episode. <laughs> what percent would you give it? It's like six. But the thing was, you forgot immediately that six percent because <laughs> you came. We went into it like, yeah, I'd give it like a five percent, seven percent. I don't know. No, so out of 10, 5.5 or... No, 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 stick to the percents. (laughs) 60%. No, clearly we can't handle percents. We don't. I'm not not good at percents. (laughs) But yeah, I would say it's definitely not a um, movie for youngins to watch. How old would Logan have to be before you let him watch this? On how he matures. Ooh. So a lot of, or several main characters died in this Yeah, characters I thought... Would last to the end because they pretty much lasted to the end and then they got killed. Yeah, and then their friends seemed totally fine with well, it. Well, I mean, <laughs> right? She got with Sam. I think that's all she cared about. Yeah, but the her little brother. Yeah, he's. I his thought crush. he he would he would have been more beaten up by it. I thought she was. I thought that she was gonna get out of it, and I was confused. Was Kate in the one guy? I forgot his name. Simon, Kate and Simon. Where's Simon? This guy. Yeah. Were they together or were they just? Best friends. I think they were just best friends. Oh, okay. There was no indication that they were together. I thought at some point someone implied that they were, and then she was just making out with the brother. Well, she didn't make out with the brother, but... <laughs> she did. Didn't she make... Well, she kissed him, at least. I don't know. They got to first base. Mm. So I don't recognize this. I thought I recognized this guy from something, but I've apparently never seen him in anything. <laughs> God damn. The whole time watching this, I was like, where do I know these people from? They just have faces that are very... Generic faces. Generic, yeah. yeah, I've never seen this. Woman in the window. Have I? I don't think I've seen that. Oh, that's all that just came oh, out. Oh, so I did see him did, in this. Oh, okay. Yeah, you watched it. How okay. was that, by the way? Stupid. Because that's what people said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was. I agree with the consensus. It was pretty stupid. It had great acting though. Look, Amy Adams, mm-hmm. Gary Oldman, Anthony Ooh. Mackie. Who's that? Isn't he? Falcon? <laughs> oh, yeah, the Falcon. Okay. I think you're right. I don't know. I haven't watched Winter Soldier yet. 
Still I think it was Falcon, in that movie. But... Anthony Mackie. Yeah. You're right. You nailed it. So Anthony Mackie, Brian Tyree Henry, whom I don't know, and then Julianne Moore. Oh, wow. Yeah. So a lot of great acting mm-hmm. in kind of a turd. I, th- I th- Maybe sometimes they just want to do turds. Nope. <laughs> I don't think that's that was what Gary Oldman was thinking when he signed up. Like, oh, yeah, this looks like a complete I'm piece of shit. ready for a piece of shit. No one will suspect it. You know what? I, no, they were all like, I will make this piece of shit good. Gary Oldman was a midget in a movie once. A little person. I can't say midget anymore, right? Called Tiptoes. Okay, this is for real? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I just... What? So he well, was... How long ago was this movie? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is offensive oh, as fuck. So, apparently, a lot of, uh... In 2003? Yeah, 2003. Man, the, we just did not care Matthew about... Matthew McConaughey was in this movie. Like, this... Oh, boy. This is Tiptoes. But anyway, apparently, they sold this as, a, like, a really good, serious movie. And roped Gary Oldman into it. <laughs> and this is Matthew McConaughey. This chiseled god of a man with a family full of little people. And then they're like, uh-oh. Wow, okay, I don't want to watch this trailer. I, I've no? seen enough. Yeah, That's we're, we're halfway through it. I think we're good, right? Yeah, we're good. You get it. Just... Gary Oldman got tricked into being in this movie. <laughs> That's just... So, yeah, he got tricked into being in this movie and uh, Woman in the Window. Maybe he can't read scripts well. I can't read? The thing is, like, you see a script on paper, you read it, you don't know how it's going to be executed, right? I, yeah, but I also feel like you kind of got an idea. I would think, like, I'm Gary Oldman, I can have whatever part I want. I'm not going to walk on my knees for a whole movie. Like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to make this art. Yeah, I have enough money. That is a horribly offensive movie. It wasn't supposed to be, is what it sounded like, from what I heard. Really? Well, yeah, like uh, like post-production, maybe. They were kind of like, oh, geez, this is not going well. Yeah. Maybe we should go a different route. And then they just made it stupid. Because they had no other choice. Because, well, you saw the trailer. I Half just... of it. Okay, anyway. That's a Fear what were we Street. talking about? Fear Street. I'm excited. I'm excited too. What else do we have to talk about with this? Because I feel like we just watched an hour and a half mm-hmm. of scissoring. They were murder. not scissoring. They were making out and maybe doing little handies. <laughs> little there, handies. There was no one guy. The Simon jerked off. Yep. Because everyone got. <laughs> he got himself laid. He's My such man. a weird character. He was fun. I liked like, him. The whole like he didn't deserve what happened. They, he really didn't. The whole like thing was just insane teen drama with the backdrop of murder. Like yeah, and ghosts and ghosts and like getting killed by dead people. These the rich kids versus the poor kids, and they're like chasing down the school bus. And the school bus driver does nothing <laughs> as the kids are opening up the school bus door to throw. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed how absurd it was. It was. I enjoy like, yeah. Like, the girl steals the cop's gun at one point. Yeah, by jumping on him. And then th- she shoots one person and, and drops, drops it. And then drops the gun and leaves. She's like, we need this gun to protect ourselves. And she fucking drops it. Immediately after she, yeah, unloads on a ghost who's... <sighs> 
blast yeah. two shots. That's so how I'm, we find out they're ghosts. So I'm very curious about the um, the sheriff, because clearly he knows shit's going on. Uh-huh. I think he went to Brenna's house. I don't know what her name is in the show. But I think he went to her house. I think that's who he was going to, and he left a note that said it's happening, happening again. again. Uh-huh. Um, and I think he must know more, and he's... I don't know if he's well, a he, good guy or if he's actually still partly... I, I think... Well, his name is Good. So <laughs> I think he's a good... A good. A, a good man, if you will. Yeah, I'm, like, intrigued to see how... And I'm intrigued it's going back in time. It's just going to be, like... I think it's flashbacks. Yeah. I think that's how they're going to do it. I don't really know how else they could do it unless they do time travel. Because how are they going to resolve their current issues by, you know... Just learning about the past? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because this is how we got to be screwed. Just, just so you know, because the that ends with Dina tying up her possess, her possessed girlfriend mm-hmm. and her brother. She's she's been stabbed in the gut and she terrified, terrified, scares her brother who's typing to his internet girlfriend. Well, I don't know if her girlfriend, but they they had a flirty. Whoa, whoa! His girlfriend was that one chick. Who yeah, died. I know, but he was also kind of flirting with the queen of. Whatever the text meant, the name was. Queen on of Air and Shadow, Something I think. Something really like. Uh, do you think it's the witch? It, it kind of sounds like a witchy name. Or what if it's Britta? It's Britta. Oh my god, it could be. Anyway, but You yeah. never know who you're talking to you on the internet. You never know, especially in the 90s. It could be an old woman. I also like how you never see Dina and... What was her brother's name? Uh, I don't remember. We're doing really great, you guys. <laughs> Should have... Josh. Okay, yeah, I like how you never see their dad. Oh yeah. We got to see Sam's mom. Sam was like, mm-hmm. "I brought you to Richtown so you stop being a lesbian." <laughs> what? I'm not paying for this. But she did let Sam spend the night again. Uh, yeah. What happened there? I think Sam must have just snuck out. You You would think she would have kept her mom would have kept her in lockdown because she said, "I'll see you tonight" in front of her mom. And then her mom just dragged her out after the oh, kiss. God, that angry quit, mom drag. Quit scissoring. It's the 90s. It's not acceptable. I don't know if Ellen has come out was yet. Was this in the book? No, this was not. I, I, mean, I was I did, thinking I think it's there's the 90s no way yet. that this was in the book. No, in the book so far, everyone is very straight. <laughs> mm-hmm. They didn't have lesbians in the 90s. No. We, we this, well, this didn't is have my, the technology. My book's not. The, the, the betrayal doesn't take place in the 90s. Oh, what what year? So I'm currently in the 1700s. Oh. Did they have them back then? I mean... I don't know if there was like a lesbian dark age... That happened. I'm pretty sure lesbians have existed throughout all of history. Hmm. I'll have to look that up. All right. I'm going to do extensive research. research on the history of lesbians. <laughs> anyway, um, should we do a Dear Cabby? It looked like you had one pulled up earlier. Let's do it. Okay. Dear Cabby. I experienced a terrifying haunting for months when I was 18 years old, still living in my parents' house. This story this story could be useful for anyone reckless enough to dabble in the occult without protecting yourself. Wear a glove. Hmm. For context, it was the month of February, cold, dark, Canadian winter. Ooh. I was between two sessions of uni. Yeah, I thought they were. University? They call it, yeah, they call it uni. The u- I was between two sessions of uni, switching programs, so I had a full four months with nothing to do. Just broke up with my batshit crazy borderline girlfriend. Does that mean they were kind of boyfriend and girlfriend, or just that she was... Anyway. Borderline personality disorder, oh, I'm guessing. Oh, okay. Doesn't specify. No, I guess it's not important, maybe. 
tried to leave her after six months of abusive relationship, Ooh. and she tried to kill herself, which she succeeded since she died twice in the hospitals. What the fuck what? is this going? She miraculously survived after weeks in coma. Wow. I wonder if there's any point to this paragraph. Yeah. Maybe he's humble bragging, like, this is how good I am. <laughs> Go on. Okay. I was left scarred and traumatized, angry and bitter at life because I really wanted this relationship and did everything I could to help her in vain. She leached. I'm not liking this letter. What? I don't know what's going on. She leached and sucked out every pos- possible positive. positive vibe I had. She's a dementor. Anyway, it's another subject. What the hell? <laughs> but it- it is important, since I felt so dark and my energy was negative in this period of my life. Okay, bro. Two paragraphs long of bro, this. Bro, you could have just said I Cut had something. out. You could have just said I was, ha- I was in a dark period of my life. My wiener is so good that women just go crazy. Bro, no one's wiener is that good. No. No. Okay. Close. Wait. Okay. I dabbed in the occult this moment. Still skeptical, but determined by all means to prove to myself that it was real. Just desperately wanted to be real. Read the Keys of Solomon, researched about many demons, famous cases, incantations, and the occult in general. One night, after focusing on Solomon, I asked out loud in my room to prove me it was all real. I am not kidding when I tell you the activity started the same night. Bedroom, prove to me that this is real! Jeez. Closed the light. Went un... Closed the light. Shut the light off. Closed the... Is that how they do it in Canada? They I close I'm it? I'm not Canadian. Like, it's just... There's a light on all the time, and they just... You know what? Put something so, over fucking, it. Again, with the darkness in these movies. Why don't they people... Tr- I mean, I get that they were sneaking into, like, places they shouldn't have been after hours, but still fucking turn on the light. Yeah. Do you notice... I was thinking about that in the mall scene in particular, when it's the mall at night, and yeah. there's, like, scary lighting everywhere. There's scary lighting everywhere... <laughs> The mall is closed, but the employees are still in there closing down the shops. Mm-hmm. I've worked retail. You keep the fucking lights on until you're done because you... Because people could come out and stab you to death. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. <laughs> All right. Maybe this guy will finally get to the point. Yes. Closed the light. Went under the cover. I felt a weight on my feet sitting feet. on the bed. My feet. <laughs> but- I was shook, but still under the impression I was just too into it and hallucinating. From there, it went from bad to worse. I started to hear whispers in my room, like two people hushing to each other. My dog, which always slept with me, on my feet. It doesn't say that, <laughs> but that's what I'm guessing. When he... <sighs> Would wake up. My dog, which always slept with me, would wake up frightened as soon as I would close the light. Again with closing the light. They must just say that in Canada. Maybe. And leave my room growling. <laughs> I know he's talking about his dog leaving the room growling, but I just picture him <laughs> shutting the light off and leaving the room growling. <laughs> okay, go on. I would always start with the weight, then whispers, then stuff being knocked off my counters. If I would put a pillow on my ears, I would feel it lift from my ears, Ooh. like a hand pulling it from my head. This is not want you to get suffocated, yo. Started to sleep with earplugs. I would hear scratching inside uh, my mattress. Get that shit checked out. My bed would slightly shake. My fan was knocked on the ground, and it circulated to both my closet it doors. It culminated. Uh, 
My fan was knocked on the ground, and it culminated, and both my closet doors opened violently. I would feel so oppressed. I would feel that something bad was going to happen, then BANG! I was terrified to go to sleep, and I would feel the oppressive energy start as soon as it would get dark. I was under the impression the parasites that I invited in were here to frighten and leech on me. I've never done sleep paralysis, except once in this bedroom. After a dream where a possessed priest was standing on my bed, his hands cuffed by a chain on the ceiling and screaming. I was there to fight him, and I saw the spirit left its body and it went straight for me. I got paralyzed against my closet doors and felt it trying to creep inside. I woke up paralyzed, trying to move and broke out of it. It lasted for months and tried to cleanse my room and nothing would work. I left my parents' house and was terrified it would follow me. It didn't. Thanks, God. But be safe and careful, everyone. Don't invite anything and do not open doors that you do not know how to close. Okay, so he just peaced out and left his parents there? That's what happens when you turn into an adult, usually. You move out. Okay, but so he summoned spirits to the house and then just didn't take care of it. Mm. I guess he said he tried. And then... <laughs> Did my best. Goodbye, Mom. Mom, yeah. How pissed would you be? Actually, I don't know. You th- you'd find it. <laughs> you'd be like, good job, Logan or Naomi. Bravo. Wow. It's if they got ghosts to come? Yeah, he would love it. I would be so pissed if my kid was just like... Wow. Beast bop. Yeah, I uh, give so this story a zero. A zero? No, no. I just don't understand why he had to spend paragraph after paragraph talking about his poor ex-girlfriend. It's a humble brag. I'm telling you, he's like, yeah, my, my penis turns girls crazy. Because she couldn't have it anymore. I got that dick. Yeah. Yeah, I, Yeah, he could have skipped all of that, really. Yeah, though. he could have said I was in a bad, dark space. I had got out of a rocky relationship. Boom. Damn. Got it. Yeah. Do you believe this one? I do not believe it at all. <laughs> I mean, I stopped believing it when he was bad babbling about the girlfriend she killed herself a bunch of times and wasn't a coma but lived maybe bring it up to fear street mm-hmm. she had to die she had to die because we learn in fear street that can stop the killings momentarily this was posted a couple hours ago they could have watched fear street and posted this okay let's see what some other people had to say i'm sure you don't need advice anymore but for the record and interesting people reading interesting. interested people reading this isn't the way to enter the occult you need faith in its reality before summoning things and most of these old grimoires say so the first skills an occultist needs is meditation visualization and focus cool okay so now we know how to do it for real yep my mother mother experienced this once. She was researching about demons and stuff. Suddenly, the room temperature dropped drastically. The dogs that we had didn't react at all, even after my mother forcefully trying to wake them up. Since my family is Christian, she prayed and immediately left the house after praying. She's safe after getting out of the house for about a few hours, and the house is back to normal after that. The dogs is also fine. I feel like the dogs were just sleeping and your mom was just trying to wake them up. Yeah. That's kind of what that sounds like, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are skeptical on everything we've just read today. I, Well, yeah. I mean, this one just seems a little too much. Yeah. What is this Solomon thing? What was it? From the Bible? Solomon. The Keys of Solomon. I don't know. Read the Keys of Solomon. What is that? This is Solomon is a pseudo... Pseudographical? 
Pseudepigraph. The Key of Solomon is a book of spells attributed to King Solomon, dating back to the 1500s. It's full of magic stuff that lets you find love and turn invisible. Oh, there's a spider on me. Woo! Are we haunted? <laughs> um, I think I got away. Okay! I think we're haunted. I think I'm not supposed to dabble in things I don't understand, but yeah. I'm gonna get this. Let's see how much oh, it is on Amazon. What? It's $15.87 on Amazon. There's a lesser key of Solomon. I don't think I want that one. I want to get right into the hard stuff. You don't need the training wheels. No. I've seen enough horror movies. That's my training wheels. Watching Candyman over and over again at the age of nine. It totally had, like, no effect on you whatsoever. What does that mean? You're looking at me like you mean the opposite of what you just said. <laughs> You're just perfectly normal. Well-adjusted. <laughs> so let's talk about maybe some of the 90s references in yeah. this. Because I like that. There were probably, like, ten songs. There was, like, a whole playlist of songs in this. Yeah. We had Radiohead. We had some Nine Inch Nails. What else did we have um, in there? I'm, I don't remember. Oh, at the beginning, she... Just the throwback, like, in the mall. She goes into, like, Spencer's gift Spencer, gifts, yeah, that's what I was thinking. There's all just, like, a bunch of black light yeah. <laughs> art. Whatever happened to that? You don't see that around. You don't, no. The old aesthetic. I like that. I remember my brother had a bunch. He, he got, like, black light paint that he could paint on stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that'd be fun. If I had an extra room, I feel like I would want to do that now. <laughs> that's all you'll do in that room is yep. just... I'd do stuff in that room, but that's how I'd paint it. You would summon your demons in that room? Probably. There would be probably a bunch of stuff from the spell book in black light. Is this, would would this also be your office? Yeah, I think so. So I would just like randomly peek on you while you're working. Clearly it depends on how many rooms we have in this hypothetical house. I feel like you would be bullshit if you get like a summoning room and an office. What do I get? I don't know. How big is our house? If it's five rooms, then you get nothing. <laughs> you lose nothing. <laughs> a six-room house, you can have the sixth room. Okay, but I feel like our kids would probably demand the second room, and I would still be the one without the second room. Mm, yeah, Logan does need a second room. So yeah, you can have half of our shared room. how many bathrooms do you think you would have in this? Any room can be a bathroom. It's true. I hope we would have at least two toilets. I just... Well, right now we have two. Mm-hmm. We have our bathroom. Now, that's an adult fear. What? Having to go poop, and you only have one bathroom <gasps> in your house, and oh, you're just going to... Oh, boy. It starts turtling. Yeah, sometimes it just comes on quick. Oh, quickly, like, no! You know, so it's like a lot of kudos to kids that they figure out potty training. This is... It's never ha- really happened, like, a terrible situation in this house, having the one bathroom. Kind of I said two. I was in the middle of a joke because Naomi always shits in Logan's room. Oh, <laughs> she does. <laughs> it's kind of that's she's her not bathroom. she's not potty trained yet, and every time she's got to poop, she'll usually go to her brother's room to poop. Yeah, leave me alone. I I'm pooping. <laughs> I don't know why that's where she chooses to do it. Because he doesn't hang out there that often, and it's just she wants privacy. I think. Yeah, but jokes aside, we have one bathroom. Yeah, and so. it has not been a dire situation yet. It's getting close though, a few times. <sighs> Boy, I've I've been looking at the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> It may come to this. <laughs> but it hasn't yet, thankfully. It hasn't yet. I've been able to hold it long enough. Anyway. Anyway. I think, that, that, I think that's what our adult fear is. Because there, there'd be a lot of shame in pooping your pants as an adult. Yeah. Even if you couldn't help it. How many times have you shit your pants as an adult? <laughs> I mean, I have never. Come on. I'm Real nice. talk here. 
<laughs> you go first. One and a half times. One and a half. One and a half times. That's how many times I've shit my pants. You, you thought it was a fart? So the one time, <laughs> the one full time, no, the no doubt about it time, uh, you were there. I had like the flu or something. And I happened to be right outside a bathroom, by the way, too. But I had to fart. I don't know why I decided to risk it when I had diarrhea. But I did. I farted. Did not come out clean. Shit my pants. So yeah, that was the one time. The half time, bit, bit, it's a bit debatable. Yeah. I would say. So what happened again with a fart? Uh-huh. But this time I farted out one black bean. <laughs> An unprocessed black bean. Oh, an actual bean. An actual black bean. Yep. What the fuck? One solid unprocessed black bean, which is why it's a half, because it, it's not really, I shit myself. You didn't Food came out of me the wrong way. <laughs> how did that happen? What do you mean, how did it happen? If you don't chew a bean, it goes all the way through your system. Like, it has a protective layer, so you can shit out an unprocessed bean. Wow. Yeah, I found out. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that either until it came out of me. That's amazing. Yeah, my body is amazing. (laughs) Your body is a wonderland. So, uh, how many uh, times did you shit your pants? (laughs) I'm not answering. What? I mean, I will say that I've tinkled my pants a few times. How many times have you pissed your pants as an adult? Because I've never pissed my pants okay, as an adult. Okay, it's not that I'm peeing my pants. It's that after having kids, sometimes I cough. Mm-hmm. There's leakage going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your body's a horror show. How about that? Yeah, I gave birth to your children. Yeah. Well, they were ripped out of me. I'm not a real woman. So you didn't Ripped out birth. of me. <laughs> but there have been close calls when I felt like it was a fart and it wasn't. That's amazing. You've never shit your pants as no. an adult? You can tell me the truth after we stop recording. <laughs> Because I don't believe you. I had close calls. Oh my god. Okay, well, I take back. I didn't either. <laughs> you were sick and a bean once. <laughs> I was perfectly. I was in great health when the bean came out of me. <laughs> not, not a really good explanation there of no. what happened. So, next segment. Headline Hunters. So, this one. From Bloody Disgusting, fresh details unearthed for the Goosebumps movie George A. Romero wrote in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Kind of ties in with the whole R.L. Stein theme, so we went with this one. Yeah. Now this, it sounds like he was going to adapt the first book. Welcome to the Dead House. Welcome to Dead House. And this was from 1990. When did that book come? Oh, 1990s. I thought it said 90. So anyway, he was going to adapt the first book. and I never it, read that one, I don't think. Oh, I've read it. I don't remember. I mean, I probably did, but I don't remember it. I've been with Goosebumps since the very beginning. Okay. I read this one when it was only this one. Mm. Mm-hmm. This one that got you hooked? Yeah. I was the first person to Look ever at... read a Goosebumps book. Look at that book price. $3.50. Oh, $3.50? U.S. They're probably about that much now. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> they changed all the cover arts. They, I love the original artwork. Yeah. But, like, the new ones, they look kind of cheesy. I don't know why they did that. That's because they try to update things from, you know, the audiences, and often they miss the mark. Yeah. Remember, okay, uh, the scary stories to tell in the dark. Mm-hmm. They updated all the artwork at one point, and people flipped their shit. Yes, they should. That artwork was really good with the original. It was amazing. <laughs> I mean, that was the whole point of those books, was yeah. how scary the artwork was. Yeah, and the so stories they were kind it. of... 
toned down the artwork with the new artist, I was very upset. Yeah. But then they re-released it with the original artist. Yes, they should. So in this book, family moves in. There's a town full of ghosts. They don't know their ghosts right away. Yeah. That's kind of a big reveal. I spoiled that. But in George A. Romero's version... They are, in fact, zombies with capitalistic overtones. There's some patriarch of the town who has possession over it, and so on and so forth. It doesn't give a whole lot of other details. It doesn't, but I did see something about the house feeds off its inhabitants, sucking out their energy until they die, after which they were revived to join the rest of the undead town. Romero's nightmarish scenario here involves not being killed and eaten, but rather essentially having an awful soul-killing job. Which is worse. Uh, Yeah, I feel like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they also said Tim Burton was working on a ghost bump, a goosebumps, a ghost bump, a ghost bump, a goosebumps movie at one point. Oh. Tim Burton was at one point attached to direct an adaptation. He seems kind of flaky. Like there was a documentary, was it the shows that made us? Maybe I thought they made or the movies that made. Andrew tries and fails about seven times before finally settling on the wrong name of the show. It is the holiday movies that made us. And there was, like, a Nightmare Before Christmas thing. And apparently he had very little involvement in the actual filming. Really? Yeah. Well, he did all the original artwork. Turned out to be a really awesome movie because he kind of let other people do it. Interesting. (laughs) Like, the original artwork for Sally, she was, like, this gross Frankenstein-looking monster. Like, this giant cone-titted beast. (laughs) They hired this one woman whose name I don't remember. Caroline Thompson. But she, like, took a look at that and was like, yeah, maybe maybe a few tweaks here and there. And made her cute. Yeah. Yeah, which sort of worked. <laughs> that movie is amazing. That's... It's this is a good one. Without a doubt, my favorite holiday movie. Logan watched it a bit this year, but he didn't... He didn't ever sit through the whole thing whoa oh there's an advertisement over here for the boo crew they had session nine on there which caught my eye oh do you think they listen to our podcast i mean they have 239 episodes this i so i don't okay but one day so they're a little more professional than us i didn't establish it's more established i didn't say they're more we don't know if they're more professional than us i just explained in detail how many times i shit my pants (laughs) look it happens Yes, it does. To professionals? I don't know if it... Astronauts. Oh, they can't shit any other way, really. Yeah. How do they... They have a little... They have toilets, I think, now in space. I don't know. No, they have like a little vacuum thing. Yes. They have to hook up to their asshole. (laughs) I think that's true, right? I don't know. I'm not making that up. I don't know. Well, because it just floats everywhere. It's true. Unless you... If you can blast one into a hole, I think you're good, but... Yeah, I don't... I mean, I've never been to space. (sighs) I want to shit in zero gravity. <laughs> shit my pants in zero gravity. You know, so. you know, like, if space travel becomes a thing, that's just going to be one of the, like, well, you'd have to poop in space because it's, but, yeah. How much would you pay to poop in space? To shit in zero gravity, just to see what it's like. I, I What's the most you would pay? I don't know if I'd be able to shit if people are, like, watching me, and I'm assuming... I didn't say people no, were watching know, you. You, I, I'm you ass- put that in. No, but I'm assuming... That's your imagination, no. that there's an audience. <laughs> There's an audience, but I'm assuming there would be like people watching what, scientists? for like, but for like, um, this is a commercial service, yeah, they but know like, how it goes, they don't need scientists there watching you do it for like insurance purposes and shit. Like, insurance, I don't know what I'm trying to get at. You are overthinking <laughs> this question. I would not pay money to shit in zero gravity, no money, no money. You wouldn't pay ten dollars just to know what it's like. I guess maybe it'd be ten dollars. I would probably go up to two hundred. Wow. I'm really curious. 
Well, I think we should end our podcast on that note. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're kind of hitting the bottom here, aren't we? So next week we will watch Fear Street 2. Yep. This one was good enough for us to watch the second yeah, one. We're invested. We need to kind of, and we'll see if it continues to be like that. I think after we see the second one, even if it sucks, we're going to have to watch we're the third to, one. Yeah, that's true. We can't just do that. And hopefully I will finish the betrayal by then. I'm like over what, halfway what does that through. Mean? I just, what betrayal are you plotting? The book. Oh. Okay, if I was plotting a betrayal, I wouldn't say it out loud. I, yeah, probably not. Okay, anyway. Anyway. Good night, little campers. Good night, little cabineers. Your cabin host loves you. <laughs> Keep it creepy. And spooky. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.